with one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. I am your endearingly stuttering host, as always. I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Roca. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Well, I've been better. How about for you, Josh? <laughs> I've had a pretty crappy week, so I'm right there with you. Yeah. So the uh, the Orioles weekend and the Ravens Monday night kind of just fit in with how my week has gone. Yeah, well, we decided to postpone the podcast till Tuesday so we could talk about the Ravens, Josh, yeah. and I think we made a big mistake. Oh, so a Sunday night show would have been so much fun. We yeah. could have trashed the Orioles for a little bit. Then we could have talked about how hope is eternal for the Ravens and yeah. how uh, how we've got a rebuilt uh, offensive line, so that's going to be all right. And Lamar is coming in as a passing QB, so that's going to be exciting. And uh, you can never count out our defense. So we would have been all excited. Did I, did I get all the uh, talking points right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm so tired just physically tired from staying up for that game and just angry. I, I, I didn't, I haven't been on Twitter once today. Oh, I, I did. I, I didn't turn on the radio at all. Like I, I turned on WBAL and I hate their morning show, but I turned on WBAL cause I didn't want to hear any sports. The big bad morning show. You don't like the big bad morning show. Sometimes I do, but no, I wanted no sports. I didn't even listen to like my favorite Tony Cornish podcast today. Cause I knew he would talk about the yeah. football game and I wanted, all right. and I, so I've heard zero about the football game. I've thought zero about it. I've been distracting right. myself all day. I'm just still so angry about it. All right. And here's, so I've just spent the whole day trying to not think about it. And Josh, we'll talk on the podcast about it for maybe I'll three minutes. And then I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right. Well, no, but here's what the deal. I want to get you up to date with what people, because this is how Raven fans are. Okay. You have to blame the refs. Okay, good. Even Fine. though, all right. The offensive line looked like trash. The defensive line looked like trash. And Lamar Jackson looked like trash. All right. So you lost the game because of your offensive line couldn't stop anything. Your defensive line couldn't cause any pressure. And Lamar Jackson fumbled the ball twice. Fair to say that's why you lost? Sure. But, but right. the thing is, yeah, go ahead. All right, all right, all right. What's, your, what's your excuse? Because then I'll give you all the excuses going on on Twitter and Sports Talk Radio today. But but my whole thing is, and this is and this is Josh's why I avoided Twitter and ESPN, and I haven't watched any football None of those are the reasons fans are saying we lost. But for for me, Josh, I just the Orioles are so bad. Yes, they are, and I'm okay with that. Like when they lose, to give up 22 runs to the Blue Jays, I laugh. I literally laugh out loud. I think it's yeah. funny to me. Yes, but I, the Ravens are not supposed to disappoint us, right? The nope. Ravens are supposed to be good. Yes. The Ravens are supposed to be entertaining. The Ravens are supposed to, now maybe in the playoffs they'll di- disappoint us, and, and I'm okay right. with that. But not but, to start the season. No, opening game? They're oh, supposed to be like the oh, nice refresher uh, from the baseball season. Yeah, opening game, it's time, it's a celebration that Ravens football is here, um, and we're going right. to celebrate the Ravens with a blowout win. 
and I, I, I thought for sure it was going to be a, a blowout win. It was supposed to be, yes. And it didn't go as planned. And I'm just so, I'm just no. so depressed about it. And it was. I don't even well, care why, Josh. I don't care why. But, but well, don't tell me what people are saying. But I don't even care. Here's the problem: is well, the way you and I watch the game, the reason it's depressing is because it makes you wonder if we can't beat the Raiders, there's no way we're going to be able to beat the Chiefs next week. And it kind of sets the whole season on a, on a down note. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I felt today, this is how I felt. Like, I, I don't want to be a sports fan anymore because <laughs> the Warriors suck. They're going to suck right. forever. Right. And if the Ravens are going to lose the Raiders, um, right. I'm just depressed and I don't even want to be a sports fan anymore. Right. So let's, let's talk about... Let's turn this into a book podcast and let's be done with sports. Yeah. So I gave you the facts. Now let's talk about the fans. Fine. All right. First excuse is all the injuries the Ravens have had. I'll give you that one a little bit. The Ravens have been decimated by injuries. I'll give you that one a little bit. But here's the Even though where we really struggled yesterday had nothing to do with the injuries, but okay, fine. Yes. All right. But exactly. But I'll give you that one. All right. So let's see. Do you want to go with the fans that blame Harbaugh or the fans that blame the refs? Which way do you want to go? Because it's never the player's fault. Choose your own adventure game. Yeah. 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 Which one do you want first? Uh, let's, let's talk Harbaugh. He's, Harbaugh. he's been on and off the hot seat more times than I can count. Tyson, yeah. Tyson Williams scored that, that touchdown, and then he was in the doghouse the rest of the game because of that missed, missed handoff. Okay. According to the fans. Yeah. Not I think the run, the who game. the running back was had Didn't very matter. little to do with them result, but okay. Correct. All right, now let's go to blame the refs. Refs. All right. Uh, we saw it yesterday. We were you were te- we were texting back and forth, or we weren't texting. We were doing our we were watching talking, the game yeah. on Facetime, right? Uh, like we always do for these Raven games. Uh, so we were talking about this last night. The Marlon Humphrey interception, maybe, perhaps angle that looked like he kind of trapped it with his between himself and the guy's butt. Never touched yeah. the ground, and then he picked it up, and then he just walked off and dropped it. Marlon Humphrey said he didn't think he caught it. Yeah, right. Uh, the refs should have called that an interception and called him down right there, giving us mm-hmm. the ball. That's why we lost the uh, interception uh, in the or in overtime. Where uh, the Ravens interception? No, the Raiders interception. Raiders intercept the ball. Wasn't it a fumble? Maybe it was a fumble. The guy running down Raiders. Anyway, it's a rate. There's a photo going around the internet of a Raider running down the sideline. He got like 60 yards. He clearly stepped out of bounds, according to all these photos on the internet, about 40 yards before that run. All right. So the play should have ended then. Those, and then uh, there was a third one that I'm blanking on right now where people are blaming the refs. But it's always. Baltimore sports fans need to just accept. I mean, there was a deep pass that I think they called Tavon Young, maybe passing. Oh, yes. In the yeah. in there. And that yeah. was, and that was questionable. And I'll, yeah. I'll, we, we said that was payback for the one that happened right. on the other end yes. where Darren I'll, Waller right. was caught for something. Or right. Whatever. So I'll give you that. Yeah. But what you really need to look at as Oriole fan, as Raven fans is that the offensive line could not stop anyone. That's a big problem that the defensive line could not penetrate the Las Vegas Raiders. That's a big problem that, Derek Carr was able to throw the ball anywhere he wanted. And outside of Humphrey, no one was really uh, helping out out there. Those are the big problems. Yeah, I guess. I don't even care. The, I mean, the thing also that sucks about football is um, with baseball, you next give day. up 22 runs and you play the next day. Or, or at least the, the day after the next day. Uh, yeah, how'd in, that work for Saturday going into Sunday? Yeah, you give up twelve, you give up twenty-two. Yeah, and then but yeah, and then on Tuesday right now it's third inning, we go to five. So yeah, exactly, how's that going for us? Uh, All right, we're on pace to give up twenty-two again. No, but but at least you play the next day. Right now you, we have to sit around and wait. Um, well, Sunday night, Sunday, and I'm I mean we'll see what happens on Sunday. But I'm just so I'm just so depressed. Uh, well, um, and it's also it's like. It was such lining up to be such your typical Ravens game. They struggle, they struggle, they struggle. Tucker kicks a field goal, they win. The Ravens defense that we are used to does not give up points with 30 seconds left in the game. I, I guess. I mean, I don't know if you're talking about the the two the what the the, the 2000 Ravens defense. Yeah, you're right. The 2000 Ravens defense probably doesn't do that. <laughs> and that hey, but but speaking, I feel like yeah, I don't know. this is speaking of the old Ravens defense. Uh, we didn't watch it yesterday, but I caught some highlights and clips today of the Peyton Manning, Eli Manning broadcast. Sure. Yeah, I know they were doing something. Yeah. So they, they did not 
do a broadcast. It was basically a watch party. So it okay. put them on the side, and they talked about the game, but they also just talked about whatever during the game. It's kind of right. like we've talked about doing that, like that it'd be cool to do like an Orioles game where we put on the game and we all talk about it while we go. Yeah, and if but, I was not super invested in the game and the teams, I would probably watch that. Yeah, right, sure. exactly. That would be interesting, but it's not what, how I want to watch my team's games. But right. they had Ray Lewis on. Oh, cool. And here's my highlight of the of the – of the clips I was watching today, Peyton Manning and Ray Lewis were joking about how they would always try to recruit each other to come to their own team. Hmm. You know, best defense player, best quarterback. They, they wanted to get each other to jo- join up. And Peyton Manning said, I was always afraid I would never sign with the Ravens because, uh, because Ed Reed and uh, Ray Lewis destroyed Kyle, Bo- Kyle Bowler's career. By, by taking out all of his confidence in practice. Hmm. And, and Ray Lewis said, well, in practice, we never let Kyle Bowler, uh, Kyle Bowler offense once get a first down on us. <laughs> <laughs> so I found That's that funny. entertaining. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, you hear people talk. There's no one on the Ravens. I mean, maybe people talk about Marlon Humphrey and kind of with respect. But you just hear quarterbacks – Whoever it is, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, right. talk about Ray Not Lewis and Ed Reed. No. You don't talk about any but players like, like no. that. And, like when we, and when you had Suggs, too, and all three of them on that defense together, yeah. Yeah. it was it. it was who who are you going to shout out? It was Brady pointing to Reed. And, yeah, it and, was a special group. It was it was special. And, and that's part of the problem for Ravens fans is we were spoiled for so long. Yeah. Well, and we knew it. Like, we knew at the yes. time. Like, we knew of we were watching Hall of Famers. Right. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So, a tough – Tough loss, um, tough overtime, late night. Yeah, weird, weird fourth quarter, and then. I mean, we're at the point, Josh, where I don't. I literally don't want to talk about the Ravens anymore. I want to talk. I'd rather talk about the Orioles. All right, let's talk about, <laughs> the, Orioles. Talk about the Orioles and the Ravens. I can't believe where do you want to start? Keegan Aiken, Gunnar Henderson, uh, Trey Mancini. Uh, where, where do you want to go with the Orioles? Well, I tell you what, I, I saw um, Dan Dan Connolly. He put some article out. Did you see this about is the Orioles, uh, current Orioles, the worst team of all in the history of, of Orioles teams or something? No. Is this year's no. team the worst? No way. And, and, and all of a sudden I thought about – I thought, and this has been bad, especially recently. Well, it's been a weird week, right, because we had some success against the Yankees, right. and then we took two out of three against the Orioles. Yeah. Then I think we won the first game of the Toronto series even. Um, and so, like, things were looking good, and then we just – Gave up a billion runs to the Blue Jays, but um, this has been just been a weird up and down week for the Orioles. And then you, I mean, we can get into it, but like players are just being shut down left and right. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yes, they're hurt, but uh, going on the IL for the rest of the season, yeah, yeah. But but the thing about the worst team is like when I saw that, I was like, now this has been bad. We've given up a lot of runs, but also this season we've seen a no hitter. We've seen Trey Mancini return from cancer. We've seen Ryan Mattcastle make a case for Rookie of the Year. We've seen Cedric Mullins have one of the best offensive performances in the history of the Orioles. And so given kind of all those things, I don't know how you can also say it's been the and, – and, and given like the expectations coming in were so low that I don't know how this is can be the worst season ever, right? Like in recent yeah. memory, I would yeah. argue that 2018 and 2019 yeah. were worse. 2018 because of 2000. our expectations. 2019 because there was no one good on the team. Yeah, 2018 is the one I just looked up to make sure I had the year right. Because 2018, we had expectations. Yeah, we, we had, still we, had, uh, uh, we, had Buck, and... we still had Buck in there. We had Machado. We yeah. had Britton. We had Scope. We had O'Day. We had Gosman. We had Brock. We had Jones. Yeah, a lot of good players in there. And they were crap. Yeah, um, and we had to blow up the whole team. They finished that season with 47 wins. Yeah, that and was that's worse the same than that. stars that gave us a lot of fun baseball. The same guys that Oriole fans talk in great memory about these guys. Yeah, it also led to the blowing up of the whole organization. From yes. everyone, everyone's out. Yeah. Yes. So I would say, in recent memory, I put 2018 as worse. Yeah, and uh, then I don't know. We can go back to those. Some of those 2019 I years. Have to think about it. Yeah, I'd but. say 14 years of crap. This, at least, like, <laughs> no matter how bad the score is, there's enough individual performances this year that I won't rank that very high in my worst teams ever. Yeah, I agree. But hey, speaking of terrible teams, 
um, Josh, when I went there, I felt honored. I went, um, I'm blanking now. I saw Michael Bauman make his major league debut um, yeah, against the Royals. But that, that it was, was Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Anyway, when I went there on Tuesday, I was honored to be part of the smallest, without oh, restrictions, yeah. the yeah. smallest crowd in the history of Orioles baseball. Yeah. Unfortunately, on, on Wednesday, they broke the record again. So right. I only got to hold on to that record. Become And that was, Josh, we've been to some small crowds. I mean, I was yeah. there, I took some pictures. Post it looked on crazy on TV. It was weird, man. It was like, even Silas, who's four, he was like, where is everybody? Dude, <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Yeah, the attendance was insane. There was just no one there. It was completely well, empty. You see, the Orioles are now responding to that by giving away tickets, where you can do a Birdland membership trial, where you get a pair of free tickets to go see what it's like to be a, to be a Birdland member, that they're doing a... 50% uh, off. 50% off uh, Birdland appreciation sale. So they're uh, they, they're trying to get people in. And it looks like there's a decent amount of Yankee fans that came into the game tonight. Yeah, like you're going to get the Yankees. I mean, that was against the Royals. I think when right. the Yankees play, you're going to get those. I mean, and, and the discount tickets, I think, were for Texas. Because, I mean, yes. who's going to come watch Texas? So, I mean, it's right. smart. I, I mean, I think they should give away tickets. Do like a dollar for all the upper reserves, right? I Just think get people here's in what there. they should do. I think they should go play their games in Bowie and let the Bay Sox play in the in the big stadium. Yeah, might as well swap stadiums. You might get a little more interest or do a double header situation. Like like this is you know they got to do a JV varsity thing. You know how in high school like the JV game will some used to play at like seven and then varsity would play at like nine. Yeah, you know do some back to back stuff. Get people. Yeah, well, I, I, if I'm going to see uh, Gunnar Henderson. Uh, then I'll, I'll I'll stick around for a little bit and watch the big guys play too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the TV li- li- lineup. You always want to go behind a big TV show because then exactly. you hope people just stay there and watch it. Right, right. The uh, what was the I forget what they called th- like Thursday nights were always popular. Yeah, or like the TGIF. The TGIF, sure. Yeah, yeah. But the the attendance. I mean, the question though becomes, Josh, and this is what a lot of people are talking about. Now, I, I I don't know really how to gauge this, but. How much damage are the Orioles doing to their fandom that, like, I think, like, every year they suck, right? It's going to take longer and longer yes. to recover. Well, I don't think so. You think we win, everyone comes back, and everyone's on board? Yeah. yeah. Right. If I, I don't we, think it's that simple. If, if next year, all right, horrible season, next year we're in May and we're playing over 500 ball, people are back. Uh, no. Yes. No, there's 10,000 people there. No, no. Yes. Josh, Josh, no, you're going to hear you're going to hear the excuses. I know people are scared of Baltimore. I know it gets dark at night. I know there's school. I know there's COVID. I'll just assume there's COVID next May because I'm pretty sure COVID's never going away at this point. Sorry to talk politics. Uh, I think winning brings people back. Okay. Winning Think about 2012 when the Orioles were winning. You could feel that excitement, and that came off of 14 years of crap. Yeah, and you could feel that, and you saw it come back in the stadium. You're gonna get the same thing. Okay, there is no scenario in May next year. No matter if we could win every single game, there's no scenario that we get 30,000 people in the stadium. We win if we win every single game until May 10th. uh, That stadium will be sold out. All right, if we win every single game, fine. <laughs> I'll buy that. The only other scenario, we're getting more than 30,000 fans. There's two scenarios. We win every single game. There's only one other scenario where we sell out in May. I, uh, really cool bobblehead. No. I, a really cool baseball player making a major league de- debut. That's the only other scenario all right, all right, you're right. that we sell out a game right. in May. All right, and I want to talk about This was going to be an off-season topic. Yeah, we'll talk about it all offseason. We're going to talk about it all offseason. Yeah, Adley Rushman is going to come every episode. He's our new Chris Davis. Every episode I, we'll talk yeah. about it. I need to work this out with the Orioles because I need the Orioles to give me some notice because I got to get a plane and get up there, get a day off mm. work. I will call out sick for Adley Rushman Day. Yeah, I will too. plane and if fly out. Yeah, I mean, afternoon game, I'm there, whatever, I'm there. If it's a Wednesday, I'm going to miss three days of work or whatever it is, two days of work. Yeah, I'll be there for Adley Rushman Day, but Orioles, you need to give me notice. You need yeah. to have like announced on Sunday that Adley's going to start on Tuesday, 
and Monday's an off day. You got to give me some heads up so that I can get up there. I mean, I think I, they will, right? Because I want to promote it and sell it out. I, I think they will. I, I feel like I, they did that with Matt Weeders. There was a thing like that where there was I, a couple I, days notice. And that Weeders day was a lot of fun. Weeders for Weeders, yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I want that magic. Yeah. And I will be there. I'm coming up from Maryland for that game. You know it's a home game. That's not yeah. the type of guy you debut on the road. No, that's a home game. It's a home game. I will be there. But Orioles, you need to announce it ahead of time with me. Yeah. If you want to make it opening day, I'm there. I'll buy my tickets right now. I'll be there for opening day. Let's just I'm help not a big out everyone day out. Guy, guy, but I'll go for opening day too. If Let's I, just help everyone there. out and make opening day. But you're right. If the Orioles want to sell out, you bring Adley up. Yep. That's one guaranteed sell out. Yep. Um, and maybe you bring up Grayson Rodriguez later and get another one. I mean, swing that. I mean, why not? I would love to see the Orioles bring those guys up at the start of the season, announce uh, weeks ahead of time, hey, these guys made the big league roster, and change all your marketing to come see the kids play. Yeah. It would be that's how you would get some excitement in Baltimore again. Now they got to win, and they got to play well, and they got to prove it. But that's the type of marketing. The Orioles have not had players to really market around in a long time. Remember, 2012 was come see Buck. And it was Buck on every flag. Yeah. And all. So the Orioles have a great opportunity. It's just how they're going to use it. Well, they have some major league players to market, too, and Cedric Mullins and Ryan Mountcastle. Oh, yeah. And they're going to build on that. They're going to build on the Mullins, Mountcastle, Mancini, and Means. They're going to build on all that this offseason. Right, by resigning one or more of them, right? Well, and they got to put parts around them. But they've, yeah. got, they've got that core that they can say, hey, here's But don't what... you think, Josh, don't you think them signing, re-signing any of those guys? Specifically, I think the guy that comes to mind is Mullins. Um, and then Mancini, too. But, and John Means, too. Those three specifically. Don't you think re-signing them would be a statement to say, like, we're not just going to keep on selling and selling and selling. Like, this is a statement. We're building around these guys. We're re-signing Mountcastle. I mean, not Mountcastle. No. We're re-signing Malt Mullins, giving him an extension, not re-signing, extending him. We're extending John Means, buying out the rest of his arbitration years, extending Means, extending Mullins, extending Mancini yes. to say, this is the core. These guys aren't being traded away. You don't want to do trade rumors every every offseason, every July. No, yeah. no. No trade rumors. These are the guys. And then we'll start to build around them. I think that would be a statement. It's also not the Oriole way. Well, so it would be a statement. But, but, I mean, this is a different Oriole way under Mike Elias, though, right? I believe so. Yes. And then, and I, and I do argue with people that this is this is not the Peter Angelos. This is not a Peter Angelos forced uh, loss this year. Yeah. This is I, not a. I think Mike Elias also, Josh, this offseason is going to be under some pressure. Oh, yes. Given how bad the Orioles have been this year. Given the CBA negotiations, how all reporters I, are complaining specifically about the Orioles, but complaining about tanking, yes. and the Orioles, some reason, kind of un- unfairly, are the poster are the, child for it. Right, which makes no sense, and we've right. talked about it on here. The Orioles are not the poster child. The Nationals should be a better poster child. But I think it does add pressure on Michael Elias to do things this offseason, even restanding his own guys to show that he is spending money. I think the CBA wants to see that, right? Yeah, I, I have concerns about the CBA just in global overall for baseball. I'm concerned about a strike. I'm concerned that we won't have baseball next year. I'm less concerned. Um, that's great. I'm glad. No, just because not that, not, not that there won't be a strike, but I'm less concerned about no baseball. That, that would be a reprieve for me to not have to watch the for a while. <laughs> Understand. Gotcha. That's fair. Um, I don't think Mike Elias cares about the pressure. Oh, I don't know how much he can, he pays attention Okay, but, but I also think he's. I think the Orioles fans do not have any more patience for this. Do you, do you, but Josh, you said it doesn't matter because once they win, they'll come back anyway. Yeah, they will. Okay, um, so it doesn't matter if they can't say anymore. But he, here's how, here's how, here's evidence that Michaelis does does care or does. I think he's going to give the pressure this off season. I'm putting the over under at or at free agent signing pitchers at six. I think we're going to sign six right. at least. All right, but hold on, 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 hold on. Any For of them real money? Ace? Any of them an ace? No. Any of them 
Top three. Starter. No. Okay. You got to sign six of them. <laughs> no. All right. All right. So you're saying we're going to bring in six Matt Harveys. Six of that 50 to 100 range. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have a problem with that. That doesn't tell me you're trying anything to win. Okay. But it tells, that tells me, me that tells me placeholders. More placeholders is what that tells me. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a bunch of one and two year deals. Yeah. It's not the time for placeholders. It's time to build for the future. Okay, but Josh, you can't sign five aces and that's what we no, need. No, but you can sign one. And we'll still be terrible. You can sign one. You can have him and John Means. Then you can have Keegan Aiken looked okay on Saturday. Okay. You can you got Aikens. Your, your, your story you got is these, already falling apart. Uh, I'm all for Grayson Rodriguez starting with the team too. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, and I think, Hall in Norfolk. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at 2023, we have a good rotation for 2023. If you add one other top guy, you had a good rotation for 2023. Right. And I'm but saying, unfortunately, you, you got to add it this off season. But unfortunately, it's not that the free agent class this year is not good. This is the shortstop free agent class. You want to get a short, stuff a shortstop? This is the year. Yeah, unless Gunnar Henderson's on the fast track. Hey, yeah. How about that? That came as a surprise to I think everybody. Yeah, um, we got him promoted to Bowie. Yeah, he started uh, in in low A. He moved up to high A, and now to also move at still the ripe age of twenty, I believe. To, yeah, to he's Bowie. moving fast. Pretty impressive. Yeah, which means if he does well in Bowie, he'll start in Norfolk next year, and you really could see him at 21 as an Oriole. Yeah, I think it's possible. I mean, I mean, I think he was going to start at Bowie next year no matter what. So I think they're right. like, well, why not just bring him up? Well, I think now he's got another month of baseball. He could prove enough over the month to, uh, to prove his way to get a chance at Norfolk to start the season. By the way, Gunnar Henderson tonight – one for three in his debut at Bowie, a hit, a double, and a run. So and I think honestly, I think part of too is there. Bowie's in a um, they're in a playoff hunt here. They're they're fighting for a playoff spot. Um, Aberdeen isn't, so it makes I don't know. It, it I think it helps Bowie's team, so it gives them an added bat to increase their chances in the playoffs, and it lets Gunnar Henderson kind of play in that winning team, and I think see some success and and kind of fight for a, a playoff spot, which might be a good experience for Gunnar right. Henderson, that added pressure. And Gunnar is one of those high school kids, so they drafted him at, tw- at age 18. He played in the Gulf Coast in 2019, and he was shut down last year. He didn't do anything last year right. for 2020. Was, so he, was he part of the... He was not part of Project, Project Bowie. Bowie. He wasn't? He was not. Okay. Um, as far as I can tell, on baseball reference, it, has a, it doesn't have anything for him for 2020. Yeah. I don't remember him in a uh, in Project Bowie. I guess that wouldn't show us official minor league stats either because it was more like practice all the time. But either way, to see yeah, him he, move. He was there, by the way. He was. He was? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. But to see him move from Aberdeen, from Delmarva, where was it? Aberdeen, Delmarva, now Bowie? Is that the Delmarva, order? Aberdeen, all now Bowie. Yeah. yeah. All this year. And because he's putting up good numbers and putting up a lot of playing time in all of those is it's got to be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good for him. And it's a little bit out of, um, I feel like out of the norm for Michael Elias to, to move him up a little more quickly. Um, but again, maybe with the season wrapping up, you want to give him more kind of game experiences. Um, but yeah, but, but our minor leagues is still kind of where it's at. And so right. it's still, um, so he played 65 games at Aberdeen 35 games in Delmarva, and and now we've got another month of the season, so he could get in 25 games in Bowie. So yep, yep, depending on kind of how playoffs work, right, yeah. right. So because minor league baseball goes into October this year, the the longest season is Triple A. I know the Tigers Triple A started late. Yeah, and I think Bowie might go in October, depending on playoffs. Right. Um, by the way, we're just talking about Adley Rutschman. He has a triple tonight, so his first triple of the year. So good for Adley. Adley Adley's got to be up next year. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Gunner is where's his bat? Uh, looking for his batting average. He batted three twelve with Delmarva, only two thirty with Aberdeen. Yeah. 
Um, But he played a lot better as of late. And if you talk about people who watch Aberdeen, by that I mean that on on the verge, yeah, (laughs) those peeps, they they talk about how he's hitting the ball hard and you know the hard exit velocity and having good at bats and stuff. So I don't understand. I got to talk to Bob sometime. Uh, I don't understand how on the verge is so on top of these Orioles minor leaguers, where they'll get the highlight video up on Twitter immediately after Gunnar Henderson's first hit as a buoy. It's like in buoy. He's like, here's yeah. his first hit as a minor, as a double A player. To right. the point that Michael Elias even gave them credit for how good of a job well, they do. Because to the point that John Mioli said he, he watched the Orioles reporter for the Bomber Sun looks at their Twitter yeah. for updates on the hitters right. or, you know, people who work for the Orioles, they pay attention to see the highlights, right? Because right. not all of us, even reporters are sitting there watching these my, my, minor league games. And so on the yeah. verge of ability to watch all these games, it's just those three dudes. Right. And then post exactly. the videos moments after it happens. I, yeah, I don't know how that That's works. I have to talk to Bob because they're all, I believe they're married and families and everything. And they never miss a game. And they're level. always on top of it. And I don't and know, are all three of them three different levels still How are they doing it? I don't know. Yeah. We've had Bob on here before. Bob's a friend. We'll have to talk to him sometime. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in the off season. Uh, yeah. We made the mistake. We should have hired Bob to do this. We should have had Bob replace Bert. Mm. That's what we should have done. Yeah, missed the opportunity right there. Yep. But yeah, subscribe to On the Verge and follow yeah. them on uh, Twitter. By the way, if you care about such things, you talk about, um, does this sound like you're ready? Um, yes. Adley Rutschman, so far in 28 games at Norfolk, batting 323 <laughs> with an OBP of 415. An OPS of nine ten. That sounds pretty ready to me. Bring him to Baltimore, but give me notice. Yeah. Opening day. Let's do it. Opening days are going to sell out, though. You're right. Don't you want to get another sellout out of it, out of Adley Rutschman? I don't know. I kind of just like, but I kind of just like the joy of opening day with Adley Rutschman. Um. Yeah. It would certainly give me more hope for the season. And I don't want, I think, yeah, it would give me more hope. It would give me excitement beyond just opening day because Adley Rushman coming up is not just a single game event. The whole yeah. reason Wieners for Weeders was an event among our family and friends is because it meant it kicked off like a new chapter of Orioles baseball. Yeah. I mean, I mean we, we have season tickets and I know we, the past couple of years, especially when you moved to Florida, we debated, do we keep the season tickets? Cause orders are bad. Right. What do we do? Yeah. Apparently Rutschman's on this team playing every night. I'm, I'm keeping my season tickets. Yeah. Right. right. I'm not. Well, if you remember that during those 2012, 2014, we bumped our season tickets up. We had more tickets. We were going to like 25 games a year. Yeah. That was because insane. the team was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so, know if I can ever get to that point again, but maybe we'll see. Give me an exciting yeah. team. Yeah, shoot, I'll go to some playoff games. I wouldn't mind that. I'll get to 27 with playoff games. Sign up for that. Correct. But, yeah, also would mean an added bonus. This is not really as important, but an added bonus of Adley Rutschman playing open day, it would presumably mean that Severino would not be on the team, which would make me happy, Pedro Severino. Yeah, yeah, I agree. (laughs) So that would make me happy because I've had enough of Pedro Severino. I've had enough about all of our catchers not named Adley. Yeah, I hope this is Severino's last year with the Orioles. I really do. I'm with you. All good. Um, <clears throat> other Orioles talk I want to get to. And the, and the injuries and the shutdowns? Sure. Hunter Harvey. Can we just kind of give Hunter Harvey a, a good old golf clap just for um, – No, I, think, I thought Hunter Harvey's one of the guys year. coming back. Isn't Hunter Harvey one of the guys working his way back to get more time <clears throat> this year? No, he's done. He's uh, He got shut down too? Yes. Okay. So who else do you have? I have – Mateo. Um, <clears throat> who's – Mateo. Mateo is, done, is for the shut down, done for the season. Okay. Uh, Corey Lopez, Tanner Scott, Tanner done Scott. for the season. Yeah. Matt Harvey, done for the season. Yeah, that's what I just said. How much? Yeah. <laughs> all right, the Orioles really suck. How much of this is? Oh, I got a cramp. I better be done for the season. I can't take this anymore. Yeah, well, and 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 some of it is. Um, <clears throat> we talked about this at the beginning of the season, like especially with pitchers, like their pitch counts. Like what? Hunter Harvey. I mean, uh, Matt Harvey threw like three innings last year or something. Right. Like exactly. And so, um, and this year he ended up leading the Orioles team in, in innings pitched and stuff. So just kind of overall, I thought it really uh, he exceeded expectations for me. 
even just the fact that he was a freaking workhorse, right? And went out yeah. there every fifth day. I mean, this is the first time he's landed on the IL here, here at the end of the season. Um, this year, I know the ERA is a little bit high with 6.27, but this year he threw 127 innings. The most innings he's pitched since 2018, where he threw 128 innings. Too bad he couldn't surpass that. But, um, but yeah, 28 games started. Um, just an impressive to just go out there every. Yeah. And I mean, if you didn't like him, if you thought he was bad, well, just watch the rest of the season because <laughs> yeah, the rest of the season. Here's fine. our rotation, Josh. Outside of John Means, here's our potential yeah, starters. Yeah, Means is Wednesday. Ellis is Thursday. Is yeah, Ellis Thursday. looks pretty good, but yeah. I also get, like, the Spencer Watkins vibes, right? Like, okay, is, is this legit? How good right. can you be for how right. long? Um, and then we have Keegan Aiken, who's been better. Yeah. Um, and then six, Zach Lothar six, and Alex, Alexander Wells, who are absolute hey. dumpster fires. Yeah, hey, we mentioned a- Aiken had that six-run no-hitter. On uh, on Saturday night. Yeah. So uh, so maybe yeah yeah. Aiken, so maybe I know it's, it's scary when out of those options, Aiken seems like the best. <laughs> well, yes, I know. And then maybe Kramer in there too. But yeah, it's going to be. I mean, we could give up a thousand runs this year. And our starting pitching also, if you look at just kind of ranks, um, it's the bottom. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not even close. It's not yeah. like. Yeah. It's not like we're we're kind of fighting it out with with another team. No, oh, and, Diamondbacks are second, but we have we're giving up like our ERA is five runs a game. It's terrible. Where's Bruce Zimmerman? Did he get hurt, or did he just crap? No hurt injury. He's never. Right. He got hurt a while ago and then just has trouble. Right. I, I was back. just trying to think. Like our rotation is like nothing like it was in March. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bruce Zimmerman, who had that great spring training, we thought, okay, maybe he could be something. No, he's still in the 60-day DL, the IL. Right. Um, he ended up just, what, having, let me pull it up right here, 11 starts for us this year, which he pitched well, ERA at 4.83, but you only have 11 starts. Yeah. Um, and uh, the other story about the second half, Josh, is just that, and you mentioned Tanner Scott going down. He gave up like six runs in two-thirds of an innings in that 22-run game. Yes. Just the total no, no, demise. No, that was the day before. In the oh, eleven the run, before, eleven sorry. run seventh inning is when he gave. Oh, up the six. eleven runs in one inning. Yeah, that's yes. Right. In the seven inning game, in the seventh inning, yes, yes. Where we had a no hit. Was that the game where we had no hitter through six innings? Yeah, Aiken pitched a no hitter through six innings, gave it up to the bullpen to close out the game, and they they blew it. But it blew it is one way to say it. Give him eleven yeah. runs. Yeah, that's I think crap the bed isn't even uh, historical. Harsh enough. Yeah. Historical. Um, anyway, the, the the kind of the total destruction implosion of Paul Fry and Tanner Scott has been oh, something I, yeah. quite to behold. Well, Paul Fry was one of, we were talking about how he was one of our leading trade candidates. Yeah, I thought he was going to be traded. Scott, yeah. we thought, oh no, he's too talented to trade. We should hold right. on to him. Right, we thought he had potential, but that we still wanted, yeah. It's we should have traded both of them. So it's the sticky stuff, right? On both of them? You can say that for everybody, I, mean, I guess. I uh, yeah, but the timing, the timing for the sticky stuff is at the same time that these guys crashed. Uh, Paul Fry, I think, is a more direct connection. Yeah, Paul Fry. Terry Scott has pitched well at times, even right. after the sticky stuff. No, He's but just... Paul Fry's timeline lines directly up with the uh, spider tech. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of cheating, Josh, we're kind of jumping around everywhere All here. Right. But there's been a lot of Orioles stuff going on. Okay. Yeah. Um, Where are you going with cheating? The Robbie Ray, pitcher of the, okay. the Blue Jays. Yeah, I think I have a different take than you on this. Go ahead. Starting to um, in the game against Toronto, he accused some Oriole players whistling. Was that whistling? Really? I heard they were. I heard they were accusing them of whistling. I think you're mixing your stories. Maybe they were. Is whistling. this another cheating? What the Yankees and Mets? Oh, the Yankees Mets was the whistling. There was right, whistling yeah. in that game. All right, Rays was was noise from the dugout. Yeah, just noise in the dugout. Yeah, well, that's, um, <laughs> that's what happens when there's no fans. You hear everything. Yeah, so, and, and so Ray was, sunflower seeds does not mean fastball. Yeah, well, and they were, I guess, um, they were being a little too exuberant for Ray, and so he was staring down into the yes. West dugout, and manager Hyde had some choice words for him <laughs> to say, like, yes. what are you looking at? With a few F-bombs in there, but pretty right. much saying, what are you looking at? at? Hyde's been known to drop the F-bombs. The difference this time is there was no other sound in the stadium for the mics to pick up. Yes, there was so no masking. You could hear it clear as day. The entire conversation yeah. of yeah. what Hyde was saying, clear yeah. as day. Yeah, you know what my takeaway from this is? 
Yes. Manager Hyde, manager Hyde is not getting fired this offseason. That the players like manager Hyde, that manager Hyde, uh, Mancini after this game about when asked about it says it means a lot. He loves his players and he's going to back us up in any situation. And I think it's obvious the fact that it got caught on the mics just enhanced things. Uh, things like that happen all the time. So I, that tells me like he's a player's coach. These young guys like it. When you're bringing young guys in, you want someone that they trust as a manager that the players support this guy. A manager hides at least back next year. Influential national baseball writers such as John Heyman said it was an absolute embarrassment thing that he should be ashamed of. Also, problem. international sports writer Dan Clark said it's an absolute embarrassment that he should be uh, ashamed of. So when are you going to talk about someone that's an Oriole fan and not an Oriole hater? Everyone you're listing are no, Oriole haters. Dan Clark's an Oriole fan. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Um, no, he's an attention seeker. Josh, you think uh, – how about this? Brand, ma- ma- manager Brandon Hyde himself apologized for the last – Oh, yeah. You've got to do that because you don't want to get the fines and the penalize and the money. You have to go out there and be a good example for the kids. All right. My, but my as, a player, on... as a player, how much does that hype you up? We talk about uh, managers and the, and the players and supporting the players and how you, you have to sometimes go out there and argue a call – even if you even if you agree with the call, you have to argue to support your pitcher or to support your player. You have to get up there and support the, your player. Yeah, well, a couple of things here. First of all, the stats show because he was saying they're not. R- 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 Robbie Ray was saying they're not sw- swinging that much lighter, and it, and the stats show that the Orioles swung in his swang, uh, swung in his slider as much as you know other teams did throughout the course of the year. The second thing is like how Robbie Ray, like the Orioles are the laughing stock of all the baseball. How desperate do you need to be to accuse the Orioles, the laughing stock of baseball, is cheating? Like, what does it say about you? Like, go home, shut up. Right. But as far as manager hides his comments, first of all, I think the the person most at blame, or rather, the people most at blame for what happened there, and the people who should apologize, manager Hyde should not apologize. The people who should apologize are Oriole fans, because the only reason this happened is because you were afraid of violence in Baltimore on a school night and the pandemic that you didn't show up to the stadium to, to cheer on the Orioles and drown out the curse of manager Hyde. I was there when there was 4,000 fans in the stand. And I'm telling you what I could hear. I was in the upper deck section three, three, six. There was a guy down there in section 80 or something in the lower deck having a conversation. I could hear him. Okay. There was one dude clapping. I spotted him from like a mile away. That one dude spot, clapping on the other side of the stadium. I could spot him. Uh, so that, 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 that's on the Orioles for lack of fans there. And Josh, I agree with you that players players want this respond to well. I would yeah. take it a step further, Josh. And I don't know, I don't know. I didn't see any polls on this, but as Orioles fans, oh, we love it. I'm, I'm a fan. We love. I'm it. a yes. fan of this. Yes. Because yeah. we want our managers to have passion. We used to love when Buck Showalter, you know, would get it, would get yeah. in the face of an umpire or another manager. We love that. Or the and. Or the, or the Orioles have a long history of this with Earl Weaver, who's like sure. just the prime example of this. Sure. We see it in Ravens football where we will accept a taunting penalty once in a while because we're okay with it as fans because we know it hypes the team up. And, and let me say, with that said, I am shocked and appalled and just shocked that a manager or coach of an athletic professional athletic team would use foul language. That has been – that was a revelation to me that I found shocking – I'm sure other managers uh, right. and pretty, coaches do not curse. Um, right. Sorry, we can't all have Ted Lasso as our, as our manager. Yeah. Yeah. Just read lips of any NFL game yeah. on Sunday, and you'll see the, uh, a lot of what heights have come Just out. Look at look at some of John Boy's uh, YouTubes yeah. with oh, managers yeah. going out and arguing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tommy Hunter dropped an F-bomb a few years back on Mass and Television. Um, but the – I think the overall response is yes, had apologized, and yes, it for some reason upset some sensitive fans. I don't know. I would call any fan who is upset by Hyde's comment. Um, I would call a strawberry. I would call a strawberry. Um, there, I said it. I think they're strawberries. I, I love what Manager Hyde said. I'm not. A, I'm not a proponent of bringing Manager Hyde back. I don't. I don't think he did a good job. I. I don't think the idea of that. Oh well, he has a terrible team. 
well, that's fine. But like you're still judged by wins and losses. I'm sorry, it sucks. Right. You were dealt about a bad hand. Yes. But this is the whole name of the game. So like I, I really don't care either way. I don't care if right. they bring him back. I don't care if they fire him. But I think they could because yeah, they could. Sure. Just look at the win loss record. Right. But sorry, being Ray and coming out and being like, oh well, the Orioles have a crappy team. They shouldn't have this passion. I want the passion day in day out, no matter what your record is. Yeah, it makes me happy that Hyde is so passionate, even given their record. Right. Because we've had conversations. defending his guys, right? right. I don't think he wasn't. Uh, Robert Ray was not upset at Hyde. He was. He was looking at the other players, the yes. Orioles players, right? Um, and Hyde, you know, st- right. Hyde stepped in there, and Hyde, Hyde could have just let it go, right? Like it wasn't like Ray was coming over antagonizing Hyde. Ray was just staring in the dugout, uh-huh. and Hyde could have just said, "I'm gonna let this go." But Hyde yeah. said, "No, I'm gonna get up there and I'm gonna shop back." Yeah, which I, which I like. I appreciate it. Yeah. F bombs or no F bombs. Right. Uh, well, from that, uh, you see the Trey Mancini is the Clemente Award nominee. I did. I just announced that. So yeah, very cool. Uh, uh, it's cool. Uh, I guess because of that, like some of his charities automatically get some money, which is cool. And I think we're already pretty just positive. Like, I don't even know why you would have other nominees for Comeback Player of the Year. They're just going to give that to Mancini. Yep, yeah, no, Mancini's um, a great story. Been great for the Orioles and great for baseball this year. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just all anything that comes out with Mancini is good and exciting. Yeah, I think I mean going back to our beginning conversation about the worst team in Orioles history. I mean, good just stories. Think, um, about Mancini's great story, and, and I think back to the um, home run derby and how fun that was with with Jay yes. Mancini. Um, so yeah, no, this hasn't. This has been a bad year, but maybe the worst year ever for pitching, but. All in all, not the worst year ever. Yeah, yeah. Pitching's been horrible. It's interesting. If we – yeah, someone should go out and do the math. If we had decent pitching, what would our record be? Yeah, I mean, it's not like our offense is top 10 in the league. We're no. still, I think, like 19th maybe in runs scored or 18th in runs scored. But it's but right. the reason we're going to lose all these games is because of pitching. Right. Um, Josh, we have a, an opportunity this uh, – this this week against the Yankees to play spoiler a little bit and really for the rest of the season. Yes. Um, right now the Yankees um, are just one game up in the loss column over Boston, um, and Seattle is just two games back in the loss column. Right. Yeah. So I mean Seattle and, is very much still alive. Oakland is alive. And that's Boston's for the alive. And Yankees that's for the second alive. wild card spot. Yeah, yeah. Toronto right now is in the first wild card and spot, the, which is not the, secure either. Right. But the most exciting part of this is that we have an opportunity that there could be playoffs without Yankees or Red Sox. I'm rooting so hard for the I, Mariners and, and, and the Athletics. And I don't care who goes. But a world where Toronto and either the Mariners or Athletics are in there. Sounds wonderful. Could you, is like I, this whole season would be worth it. Right. Be like, I, would call know, this, I would call this a successful season. If the Yankees <laughs> and Red Sox don't make the playoffs. I would right. say for the Orioles. This team, this season was a success. Yeah, like there's always a chance. Who do we play? Uh, where's the Orioles? I don't have the Orioles schedule in here anymore. Who do we close out the season with? Do we get a chance to be spoilers on game 162 again like we did in 2011? Well, yeah, it's interesting, right? Because we play these three against the Yankees. And I hope, like t- tonight was a throwaway game. Um, yeah. But tomorrow, you know, we got uh, Means going. And the next game, we got Ellis going, who's pitched really well. So we could take maybe one of those games. Right. Maybe two if we get lucky. Yeah. Um, and then we got Boston. Yep. Where, again, we can hopefully take one of those. Right. Then we got Phillies and Texas, whatever. Yeah, so who cares? And then we finish the game. We finish the season with three against Boston and three against Toronto. Yeah. So, so we're going to have a lot to say about who gets that Let's Boston, and then let's all go home early. Yeah, and then let's give up. 22 runs to, to Toronto. Yes. Right, right. Let's not show up on uh, on that, that last game of the season. Yeah, just, we just throw out uh, uh, Lothar and Wells and Alexander <laughs> Wells for the you can't last say throw You can't say throw out a bunch of minor league players because they'll be better than our major league players. Yeah, yeah it's true. So, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting. I would love to see Major League Baseball would be freaking with a postseason without Boston or New York. And yeah, they're TV they're market. already kind of marking the book of Boston Yankees wildcard game and yeah. promoting that. So I think they're gonna yep. be ticked off if that doesn't happen. I know, and to be replaced by either the Mariners or the Athletics. Yeah, they won't right. like that. Right. Not great TV markets. Yeah. Nope. Nope. 
So we can all hope for that and ruin baseball yeah. for everyone. I know. I'm, I'm rooting hard for that. And, and we and the Orioles will have some somewhat of a say. Yep. So yep. Not, not tonight. Tonight is, is a loss, but the rest of the nights. Oh, you never know. It's only the fifth inning. As we're recording, there is a such thing as an 11 inning seventh. Yeah. The Yankees could be yeah, the 16 Yankees, to nothing instead of the Yankees nothing. could put up another 11. Correct. So. All right. You have any well, updates? Uh, uh, let's see. We talked about Scott and Mateo and they're hurt. No, I don't mean that. I mean non-baseball uh, updates, Josh. Uh, I mean, Handhold made his first appearance yesterday. I saw he was in the game again tonight. Oh, good for uh, him. Yeah. Um, no, uh, no other updates. No other updates. No, I had a big uh, event last week that got canceled. It's a few weeks out now, okay. so I can't give you an update on that. Okay. Um, cool. Oh, and my and my uh, fall softball season starts tomorrow, so I think we're good. No other updates. Uh, are you expecting any other updates? Um, <laughs> Josh, yes. Every week we come on here and talk about do you do you or do you not. Have a PlayStation 5 in your possession. Hey, have you played the new Madden game? This weekend, this weekend they had a new – they had a preview where you could download the Madden game and play it for free for the weekend. Oh, really? I was playing it. It was pretty fun. On the PS5? No, on the PS4. Mm. So, uh, so close. All right. The PS5 saga yeah. is now the number one frustrating thing in my life. Okay. I'm beyond irritated with it. I am tired of talking about it. This is does this bother you more than the Ravens losing to the Raiders? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought it up. I, I, I yes. we shouldn't talk about the Ravens. We shouldn't talk about PlayStations anymore. Off um, topic. Yeah, I think I can Off just limits. not. I think I'm just going to not talk about it. I am considering not playing in my softball game tomorrow because I'm so irritated about it. Oh my, protesting. Uh, yeah, of doing a little protest, a little strike. You're doing. You're pulling an Aaron Rodgers. You're trying to. You should sabotage your own team. Pull a little Aaron oh, Rodgers action. I was trying to look for some fabric scissors so I could just cut my jersey up. Mm. And pull a little Chris Sales action. Yeah, Chris Sale. That's what I think of you guys. But, uh, no, as crappy as my week was, this has moved to the number one thing in my life that I'm frustrated about. Mm. And that's saying a lot because my, you my a lot, yeah, you got a lot. There's of a lot of stress on. and frustration in my life right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I spent two hours on the phone today after work because of drama at work mm. that I really didn't want to deal with. But because of them, I manage a lot of people. I got to deal with their drama and their crap. Two yeah. hours on the phone for that. That was frustrating. Yeah. That's probably number 10 in the things that are frustrating me this week. Yeah. So it, uh, the PS5 is the number one thing that's frustrating me. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to. <laughs> it, was, it, went from, it went from a joke. Yeah, but now Josh is to, mad. Josh, the most you're mad. Thing. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, I look, hold on. I got to find I mean, we this. You don't have to bring out the text messages. We can, we can end the show. Oh, I don't want to read text messages. We can talk more about Gutter Henderson going to Bowie and how pumped we are for it. It has been 151 days since I paid for the PS5. <laughs> 151 days. Yeah. So, yeah, it's number that's, one on my That's almost half a year, yep. Yeah. Uh, five it's, months. Uh, yeah. I, um, does that put it before the Orioles season started? <laughs> I think it might. I think it might be um, before opening day. Yeah. Um. It was before open. It was opening day weekend. No. Yeah, it, it was, it no, it was been, two weeks. It was two weeks out. Oh, yeah. It would have been yes. what? Early April. The first early of April, April or something. Yeah. Something like that. Because yeah. I because two weeks before I paid for it is when I gave you my PlayStation Five because they were coming in that weekend. Oh yeah. And that was like a couple weeks into baseball yeah, season. PlayStation Five right there. Yeah, it must be nice. It's yeah. beautiful. PS4 is not bad. And I'm going to be playing that. And I am irritated. And um. Yeah, I had a really frustrating life. Uh, frustrating life. Yeah, that works. Frustrating week. The PS5 is now the number one thing, <laughs> and um, because other stuff in my life I can't control, this I can't really control either. So yeah. we're gonna not do any more PS5 updates unless right. the PS5 goes up because All I'm right. so irritated about it. All right, good. I won't bring it up. You, you, you don't bring up the Ravens. I won't bring up PS5s, <laughs> and we'll just talk about Michael Bauman. Yeah. 
I saw all his right. debut. He looked pretty good in his debut when I saw him. So we'll just talk Michael Bauman. That's fine. All right, all right. We'll talk ba- Bauman. I'm all yeah. good with Bauman. Yeah. I don't want to talk favorite. about. But we're talking about things you don't want to talk about anymore. Can we put Pedro Severino on the list too? I don't want to talk about Pedro Severino anymore. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, is that going to be a, you? You want to make a new segment of things that currently suck in our lives? Things we cannot talk about. No, because right. then we're just going to get angry. Okay. And no, these are just things we won't talk about. All right, I'm going to throw Facebook out there. I'm irritated Facebook. at Facebook right now. What's wrong with Facebook? I'll show you after the show. Okay. I'm irritated with Facebook. Okay. And Instagram and Twitter and all social media. Okay. I got no beef. I'll I don't got a beef with Twitter because the Ravens, but I don't really have it. But I'm, I'm I'm curious to hear your beef with Facebook. And, and it's not political. It's my my. It's not the disinformation. Well, it is misinformation, but it's not misinformation about COVID. Hmm. So, yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, that'll be on. Uh, wait, wait until we get to the off season when we can't talk Orioles anymore and we just talk about the things we hate this week. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have a, a, a long What's list the, of things. Uh, didn't we have? Did we have a venting segment or something? If not, we need a little like, uh, uh, like a. Um, yeah, I mean, our ball four was the opposite. The ball four was the hell of fun and celebrate that life. we recommend. Yeah, you, right, we need the yeah. opposite of ball four. We need like strike three. three right, you want are, a good thing? Yeah, I got a good thing. One moment. All right, Josh is taking off his headphones, got off the chair. If you're watching on the video, you'll notice that I moved back into my office this week. That's yeah, a I see good the bobbleheads in the background, yeah, camping yards in thing. the background. Yeah, and I got some cool bobbleheads that I've never – Super Bowl picture in the background. Yeah, a cool bobbleheads that I've never had a chance to display before, like my glove man, Hayes. Yeah, my glove man is on the box. I got to take him out. And my Jim Palmer. Nice. And both of them I took out of the box this weekend. The other nice. thing I took out of the box this weekend is a few months ago I went and saw the Norfolk Tide play the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. And right. they gave away a Stone Garrett uh, bobblehead, and they and they was to never celebrate. heard of Stone Garrett, but okay. Me either, me either. But it baseball was baseball player, I presume. Yeah, but it was to commemorate when uh, he made a play like falling over, like falling over a wall, falling over the wall. Okay. So this is the bobblehead, and I unboxed it this week, and I was like, "That's a pretty cool bobblehead," but here's the problem: his head. Does not bobble. You know why? His entire body does. Oh, that's more so, like a so this little uh, stupid bobblehead. A bobble, bobble body. Bobble body has given me joy this week. Yeah, that's a cool. Because that's it cool. is different than any other bobblehead I have. I don't know who Stone Garrett is, and I don't really care. Uh, and if you look straight, it looks like he's been stabbed through his chest with a the iron stick. Yeah, I'm surprised not a Derek Jeter one of those, right? I don't Famous know. But, but the, in the, crowd. the bobble body gave me joy this week as yeah, I unboxed that. that. Nice. So that's, that's, good. My, that's my happy ball. Good. Well, end on a high note. I like that. All right. Yeah, in the future, we'll do a, uh, what's the uh, Festivus thing? Not feats of strength. But the negative, where they bring out their anger? Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. have one of those. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We need, uh, I'm blanking Aaron's on the name. The yeah, Aaron's of the Grievances. We'll have that later on. That'll be an off-season episode, along with our what-if episodes. Yeah. All right, sounds good. All right, boys and girls. You can follow us on social media. Follow Josh on Facebook. Maybe don't follow Josh on Facebook. You can wait for this. But follow Josh on yeah, Twitter. You can follow um, the, the the show page on Twitter too. Yeah, yeah. So, and on Facebook. You and can on follow Facebook. on Facebook. Bring me right. some joy in my Facebook frustration. You can also write us a review on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter. I'll, I'll hop back on it one of these days when I'm less angry. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. And you can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Rucka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. As always, go O. And I guess go Ravens. Everybody knows you ain't And we really don't care what they
This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.